Alright, so the next match we are going to preview is actually going to be two matches. It's going to be the uh, Raw Women's Championship match and the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Um, and joining us, uh, our longtime uh, fellow, let's see, member of the BWB, uh, joining us, Sierra Reed. Sierra, what's going on? Uh, nothing, really. What's going on with you guys? Man. See, it's been so long that Rich don't even know how to properly intro you. <laughs> See, I blame this on you, Sierra. See? See what happens when you let light skins be in charge? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. She done went there with it. Look. Hey. I'm just saying. You know how they be talking about us. So... They, uh, they, uh, it's unfortunate that, uh, we didn't record that a whole, uh, 20 minutes of yapping we did off the air, but, um, yeah, yeah. we're going to get into this. Um, so with the raw, um, women's championship situation, um, I've got my questions lined up. Should I be scared of these questions already? Nah, you shouldn't be. So, okay. So the raw women's scene to me has been nothing less than a disaster uh what would have been the ideal raw women's title match hmm i honestly didn't see it going any other way than being like this where it's just multiple people involved i would love it if it was just charlotte versus sasha banks or charlotte versus bailey just a one-on-one singles match because it's like when I seen that, that when they announced both matches and stuff, and I was just like, you know, maybe it's the negative Nancy coming out of me from watching women's wrestling for years or just being used to this shit with WWE. But I was just like, do we have to pile all the women in one match every year? Like, it's it's good when it's storyline-wise and there's multiple people involved in the situation, but I just feel like with the women, it's always we've got to put three or four girls in one match. And I know it's part of the payday and try to get as many people on the show and stuff, but it just feels like it takes away from not only the championship, but the storyline, the bigger picture at hand. Like, you know, the year before we had, you know, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, go for the title. And now, again, this year, we're having multiple women in this match for the title. And, yes, now it's different people involved. We got Nia Jax, you know, the newcomer on Raw. And she's not like most girls. So, of course, we have to really <laughs> big that up because she's not like most girls. And yeah. then we have Bailey, you know, the baby face that everybody loved on NXT. And she's, she's transitioning over. To- yeah. And she's on Raw now. And she's, you know, people still love her. But, you know, she's having a hard time because... She's still kind of dealing with the bullshit she was dealing with on NXT where people just don't take her fucking seriously. So there's a bigger story coming from there. She's still fighting against all those issues she's dealing with in developmental, now on the main roster. And then you have Charlotte, who is just the queen fucking bee of everything. And you can't dispute that. There's nothing you can say against that. And you have Sasha Banks, who... I don't know if they really know if they want to keep her baby face or if they want to turn her heel. You got and, all my questions pretty much answered for me right there, but we'll get to them in more detail, but I'll, I'll let you keep going. Yeah, it's, they just, I think with Sasha Banks, they don't really know what to do with her next. And it's nothing bad when it comes to that. There's been a lot of women in that company where they've come to a certain point where it's just like, 
what do we do now? It, it kind of reminds me of when uh, Melina was on the Raw roster, and she was the Queen Bee on that roster. She was the main heel, and then there became a point where it was just like, okay, her and Mickey James had feuded for six months on end, fought back and <laughs> forth over the title. Okay, now Beth Phoenix is here. Beth Phoenix is, you know, whipping everybody's ass, so now her and Melina got to go against each other, and it the match was good, but it was just like the weirdest collision because they both were dominant heels. And then after that, I, I believe she got injured around that time. And then when she came back, she was a baby face. But it was just like they didn't know what to do with her or how to put her back in. And with Sasha Banks, it's like they want her to be a heel. But then it's like, how is that going to coexist with Charlotte being the bigger heel on the roster? Right. It's, it's like they're trying to figure out what the fuck to do with her. And it's kind of weird to see her in that situation. Yeah. Uh, James, in your in your opinion, what would have been the uh, ideal Raw's women's title match? A, single, a singles match featuring um, Bailey or Charlotte. Um, and, and you can have them fight either each other or the third person would have been Sasha. Mm-hmm. Um so, it, it, it's, it's it's just a weird thing that they've done. Um, like, it was almost like they looked up and was like, we're headed towards the same exact thing we did last year, except you subtract uh, Becky for Bailey, so let's add Nia Jax. But the issue that we have now is, post the Raw brand split, there's only four women on the on the roster that wrestle. Oh, you say five you include Dana Brooke. So so five. It's yeah. only five. And then Emma but, will be here. But like Emma has not wrestled. Um, it's really similar to Eve Marie. Yeah. Um, Paige is Paige gone. Is, Paige has been off. You know, with the neck and then the suspension, she's been off. So like Summer Rae ain't Summer, seen her. Yeah. So Alicia Fox yeah, been so in the cruiserweight division. Yeah. Doing other stuff besides wrestling, so there's so much. So they have an actual rule out division, but because of so much other stuff going on, that they all all the all four of these women have had to beat each other when they at their own time and to get each other over. And like you, you now, you pretty much aside from Charlotte, you pretty much you're looking at like a roster full of, I guess for lack of a better word, aside from Charlotte, losers. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't think Nia is a loser, but I mean, she she doesn't have that insurance like we know like built up. I would say I mean well, she got they made her tap out in a freaking Survivor Series match. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, I, like granted, like they've tried to figure out a way, but it's like if you're building a monster and she's supposed to be a monster, don't have her tap out. Monsters don't tap out. Monsters get beat, yeah. or monsters you know tear out or run into a barricade and get counted out. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So. I say I think a singles match would have been appropriate, and and as what um, just taking off of what Sierra said, we have a real issue with them. Basically, like we'll just throw them all together in one. We'll throw them all together in a match. Like, right. like you can do that, and yeah, it might be it might make for a better match to have more bodies because you know WWE typically does better multi-person matches than singles matches. But like if you're trying to get somebody over. You might want to shine, mm-hmm. give them the opportunity to shine on their own. No, I, li- I like how they'll throw uh, a bunch of women into a championship match, but they won't throw, nope. they'll make the WWE t- title match or the triple threat match or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, they won't throw Ron Strowman yeah. into, the, into the, um, the SmackDown, or sorry, into Undertaker versus 
uh, Reigns. Uh, versus Reigns, and they won't throw AJ Styles into the, the WWE title match when he still old, is still deservingly <laughs> owed a title shot. Yeah. Nope. Uh, can't have that shit. Nope. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, no. have, what have you guys made of Nia Jax so far on the main roster? She's been up since the I... draft. Oof. Yeah. Sarah? Yeah. You good? Go ahead. Yeah. I like Nia Jax. I, I don't know what it is. It's something about her that I just see the potential there. And I just don't like this booking. I... I am a big fan of monster heels, especially, like, bigger women's wrestlers like Asia Kong or Bull Nakano, who's, like, my fucking all-time favorite. So, like, watching all those women in, like, Don't Matsumoto, who is, like, near 50 and still scaring the fuck out as Joshi's over in Japan right now. <laughs> Same with Asia Kong. Like, you know, when you look at those women and see that they've been wrestling for, you know, almost... 40 years and they still have the aspect of still being scary and even if you know Kong loses to a Manami Toyota today the next day she's fine because of the booking and how she's always been booked her whole career where she's still strong even after taking a loss with Nia Jax it's like they're trying to go for that booking but because they never really experienced having a true monster heel as a woman, they don't know how to do that booking. They try to do that with Karma, and we all know how that situation went. She left the company, and they never really decided to try again with her. Beth Phoenix. They tried it with Beth Phoenix, but what killed it for Beth Phoenix is when they put her with Santina Morella. And <laughs> oh, it was yeah. just kind of like, how are we going to have this big monster heel? She's out here in love. Michelle one week, and the next week she's making out with Santino. Like, the dynamic and the situation just didn't make any sense. Like, it didn't do anything to propel her. It just made her look strange. You know, we're supposed you, to be scared of her, not think she's cute and cuddly. And, and with, with, with Nia Jax, like, that's the thing, because she's very attractive. And they yeah. focus on the thing, like, like you know, she's not like most girls. Like, obviously, she's not. But at <laughs> the same time, they're portraying her as, like, she's beautiful. At the same time, can, like, can, it's just weird. Can I ask y'all a question yeah. about the, not, not like most girls saying... Like, isn't all, isn't every single woman not like most girls? Like, like, yeah. like isn't that the dumbest thing ever? Yeah, I, I, it's, I've been thinking that since the sixth grade. Like, it's just like, why do we have to feel to say that shit? Or why do people have to say that about, you know, Carol down the street? Be like, oh, that's Carol. You know, she reads books. She's not like most girls. Like, why the fuck do we need to say that? Like, let me realize she's not like most girls. And actually, what does most girls do? That's different from her. Like, mm-hmm. most women wear makeup. Okay. Most women get their hair done. Okay. Most women get their nails done. Okay. Most women want to go out and have a hole-in-one pantsuit on, like Nia Jax. Okay. So, like, I-, I don't get the tagline. I think they're trying to go with the whole, kind of, like, playing off the whole thing, what they did with China back in, like, 2000. You know, when she had the theme song, Treat Me Like a Woman. Or Treat Me Like a Man. Right, right. You know, like, they're trying to play off that, but the problem is, the difference is with China is that before they even gave her that theme song, we were all seeing her whip dude's ass in the ring. Yeah. So we all knew she was not like most of the women on the roster. Is this a case? Is this a case of also Nia not having any insurance as well? 
that and I, I think they don't really I think they want that plus size wrestler as a woman because they never really had that. Like the one example you could really think of, you know, eliminating karma, maybe Beth Phoenix, because she was bigger than most of women, but she was muscular, is Bertha Fay. And Bertha Fay was, if you go and look up like all the stuff that she did before coming there, she was like a world class wrestler. Like she has so many accolades and she was a great worker in the ring. Like, just amazing top-notch and had, like, a great career in Japan before coming over and portraying this character, which was making fun of her weight. Mm -hmm. And after that, they never employed any other. They tried with Kong, but, you know, Kong got on TV and beat the shit out of Chaparito, (laughs) sorry. And Vince was like, "Uh uh-uh, we not doing this shit no more. So, (laughs) you know, that scared them. And, you know, when they were bringing somebody that was bigger, like Beth Phoenix, I remember... At first, when they brought her in, they would say, like, oh, my gosh, she's she's bigger than most of the women, and she's so powerful and stuff. It went from bigging her up as something great to being like, oh, let's make fun of how she's bigger than most of the women. Let's make fun of how she's not like the other women, how she seems a little more masculine and stuff. And then before long, they start piling on the makeup and stuff on her, and it's like, you know, maybe that's her preference. Maybe that's what she wanted, but it was just like, they didn't know what to do with her. And they did the same thing with China and Nia Jax. They're kind of like, they're doing the same thing at once because she is a former model. So she already comes with the glamor, but the booking and stuff, it's like, they don't know what to do. But I said for a while that I think the best thing they should have did with her is made her baby face. Like, Speaking of baby faces, she's bigger. She has to be a heel when it's clear that, you guys don't really know how to book her as heel. I think she would have been fine as a baby face, not a goofy baby face, not the happy-go-lucky, I'm plus size, and yada, 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 baby face. Just make her somebody that people can relate to as like, okay, I'm not like most girls. I'm not going to try to fucking be. You know, let me wrestle. This is what I want to fucking do, and yada, yada. I think people would have fell for it and went after her, just like Bailey. You know, it's natural. It's who she is. Is it really, Instead, though? Hmm? I, I'm glad you mentioned Bailey because the next thing I was going to ask, like, what have you made of Bailey on the main roster? And a lot of that stuff you were saying at the very end is like, you know, being natural and all that stuff. In my opinion, like with Bailey, it hasn't felt natural. Like, what do you, what did you think about that? On the main roster, it feels uh, forced because I think it's what's the problem is, is that, I think the company doesn't realize that a large portion of their audience doesn't watch NXT or doesn't give a fuck that it exists. And they're used to their fans watching and taking in all their products at once and knowing what's going on. But there's disconnect there. And it's largely because some people just don't understand, like, okay, this is a grown-ass woman. She wants to hug every fucking body. She wants to be friends with everybody. God, she's naive. Like, you know, there's those people that just don't get it where us that watch NXT and stuff and come to understand her character and love her we understand that this is her this is like who she is and everything that happens to her affects her really deeply because this is her lifelong dream but to the other fans they're just like 
what is this? What is wrong with her? Okay, we're getting the lifelong dream. This is a reality thing. And they immediately point to either Sasha Banks, like, okay, we've heard the same story, or AJ Lee, oh, we heard the same story. So what's the difference with Bailey? So it's a big disconnect there, and they're kind of forcing it, and I don't think that's a good idea. Like, let her come, let her go for it, and if the fans connect with it, let them gravitate towards it. Don't force us to like Bailey. Like, that's the thing that worked with her in NXT. People just went for Not, you know, we're being told we have to like Bailey because she's so nice. She's so loving and all these things. She, she likes hugging people. Like, I think they just, I don't think they know what they're really trying to do. They definitely don't. James, what, think, what do you make of her? Because you're much, you're like a big Bailey fan. I'm a Bailey Mark. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, like you're a hugger. Yes, <laughs> sure, I'm a hugger. Yeah, so I, I, I really think you look back at it, you see where uh, Becky is. It's almost like you look at how Becky got double crossed by Charlotte after after they did the whole uh, the whole triple faction thing for Divas Revolution at the beginning or Women's Revolution oh, beginning, God. and then they broke out. And then, like, Charlotte turns hill because she's hanging around her dad. And then she finally double-crosses. And then, like, uh, Paige uh, double-crosses them. Charlotte double-crosses Becky. Becky fires up. She's she's running after uh, the, the title. And then they have their match. And then she ends up on SmackDown. And then people were so happy to see her win a SmackDown Women's title. Mm-hmm. And then she's a few with Bliss. And then Bliss is like cutting promo saying like you're not you don't have the look of a champion. It's like I have eyes. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh-huh. And then she takes the title. That entire storyline of Becky's career should have been for Bailey. You look back mm-hmm. at it. That's she a, should, that's a great. point. She should have been the person that was doe eyed and naive and got kept getting double crossed and and, and 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 screwed over by Natalia and all those other people. And then told that she doesn't have the looks of being the, the, the champion after she was already champion. And then done this whole thing like. They pro- they probably picked the wrong the wrong woman or the, the wrong two they, and should have kept Be- uh, Becky in at NXT or whatever and mm-hmm. then done that because at that point well, in time they're about developed at the same at the same level uh-huh. compared to <laughs> Bailey I'm sorry compared to uh, Sasha and Charlotte so I, I feel I mean looking just I mean obviously it's easy to say that looking back at how it played out because obviously like they didn't plan this all out of fifteen you know fifteen months down the line right. look like this but. This is where we are two mm-hmm. years. This is how, but this is where we are now. Um, well, I think Becky's yeah, but... storyline works for her because from her debut in NXT, we've been told since day fucking one, she's a fighter. She don't give up. She keeps going after what she wants. And I think that works for her. And I think people love that story because you're seeing what we've been told since NXT that she's this. It's the same thing with Sasha Banks. We've been told since that time... Some Ray, you know, got all up in her self-esteem and told her you're the boss, that she's the boss. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there's times she has a cause. And, you know, we've been told this for years now. So now when we see her, we expect that from mm-hmm. her because this is what we've been taught. This is what we've been conditioned to understand about her. And with Bailey, we've been conditioned to storyline and we've been also been kind of told that you know, she's always right there reaching right for that big prize, but she never gets it because it's always a Sasha Banks. It's always a Charlotte or some other mean girl coming and taking it from her. 
So we keep feeling like, sorry for it. <laughs> she she's Jan Brady in like in like Sasha in in, in uh, Charlotte or, or Marsha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like we keep feeling sorry for it because it also plays on, you know, all of us people's like we all have insecurities. It plays on our heartstrings because we all know somebody that's went through that. Like every fucking time you turn around, is some shit happening to somebody, or you've experienced yourself? You're like, God damn, Bailey, you're, could you just please just come on? Like we are right there, and here they come again. And I think with Bailey, they could keep doing that over and over, and eventually it might not get old, and it might get old depending on how they start booking her and how what they do afterwards but it's just like they brought all of these women up and i think the last time i was on the show i said this to you guys when they had the whole triple tag team shit you know what i said to you guys they brought all these women up and they don't know what the hell to do nope. <laughs> all of these women are here they're sitting there like okay um page uh we know you was running shit around here but um we need you to slide out the way because um yeah sasha banks is a boss and um Becky Lynch, uh, just be a good worker. Don't say nothing. Uh, Charlotte, we really don't know what to do with you. Like, they have all these women. And the sad thing is, it's like when I watch Raw, I get flashbacks. And I think they're trying to go for their approach when they had, you know, the quote-unquote golden era of women's wrestling on Raw where they had their Gail Kims, the Victorias, your Trish Stratus, your Lita's, your Molly Hollies, all them women wrestling each other repeatedly every week. They were all going at each other. There was a time on Raw that there used to be two, three women's matches, and they were all good. And I think they're trying to go for that, but the problem is is that they keep latching on to either two women at a time or they three women or four, and the rest of the roster is just, like, non-existent. Like, I have a question Alicia for Fox, you in that sense. Um, so Fox is on the cruiserweight division, and I'm just like... Is this what we choose to do with Alicia Fox after all these years? Like Yes. Uh, so so Charlotte, she's she's won the belt four times already. Uh and the first time she yeah. won the belt was like in the middle of two thousand fifteen. It was it was in September it was not a championship September uh, two thousand fifteen. Right. Now if she wins the belt, does this bury the entire division, James? Um hmm. Well, it, in theory, whoever wins buries the division because, like, the whole division is three, it's four people. Whoever wins, like, all four, like, you other three are losers. You're all beneath me. I'm beating you. Like, this is why this wasn't a good idea. Oh, man. Mm. What, what I, about you, Sierra? Luckily, it's not an elimination match. Right. I Everyone got, a, I got a better question. No, y'all. Okay. If Charlotte wins the title again, and you're saying, does this bury division? But I want to know. When Trish Stratus won the women's title for the seventh fucking time, did that bury the division? The difference is, like, Charlotte would have won uh, the title five times in the span of less than two years. And, like, in, yeah, like, a but, year, like, like five times in, in a year and seven months, something like that. Would be the... Yeah. Like, that's nuts. Yeah, that, that's, that's crazy. But here's the thing. Like, I don't know if you guys were watching during that time, but it was... It, for me, and if anybody really wants to be honest with themselves, it got to the point where it was just like, can we just get rid of the belt? Because they... <laughs> can we get rid of the they, belt? Because <laughs> it was like, if it wasn't, if it, it was always on Trish Stratus, then it's like, okay, she's your 
top chick here. You, you want to keep, you know, pushing the button on her and everything. But it got to the point where Trish was walking around with the belt for the longest time, not fucking defending it against anybody. And, of course, they had brought in the Diva Search girls and stuff like that. And it was just like they just wanted to just latch onto her and didn't care about any of the other women on the roster. And mind you, at this time, Lita was still there, still actively wrestling. Mickey James, you know, they had their title match and stuff like that. There was still women capable of wrestling on that roster. Victoria was there. Uh, Beth Phoenix came, like, right around that time. Melina was there. There was so many women there, but they just got used to giving Trish Stratus these, you know, easy-peasy matches of, you know, of course she can beat up Christy Hemme. Of course she can beat up Ashley <laughs> Massaro. Like, like, you're trying to tell me that these women that just learned wrestling yesterday are capable of winning the title from Trish Stratus, who's been wrestling for years now? Like, of course, that's easy defeats. And they just it just went on and on and on, and it just did not look like they really cared to you know, elevate any other women to that level. And when she finally retired, they finally pushed that button on Mickey James, but it just felt like it was just all of a sudden because they wanted to keep Trish in that role. And with Charlotte, you we probably could be on the brink of that. If this keeps happening where she just keeps winning that belt, we could be on the brink of that, especially when they don't want to do anything with the rest of the girls in the roster. So, and that's scary. Because she's going to be... She's going to be a seven-time, or might she might be a goddamn 10-time champion before we know it. Like, That's the joke. Her and Sasha yeah. Banks keep trading the belt. It's yeah. scary. So, like, as you were mentioning, like, the rest of the women, like, the, all the other women, essentially, that are important are on the other show. So, we're going to move on to SmackDown um, right now. They're having a multi-person match. We don't know what it is yet. We're recording this the Sunday. We don't know who's in it, officially. Yes. We don't know who's in it. Um, what type of multi-person match should it be? Because I know what, what my answer is. What would you say, Sierra? Battle Royal. That's oh, Battle Royal? Fuck. Because I have a feeling they're going to pull this shit. Because they always do this shit. They have to. So Bring o- back Bunny Mania. So That's over how they, any, they want to do things. So so uh, over any, any rope, Battle Royal? Yeah, over the top. I, I just feel like I know what to expect from them and I just think it's crazy that both matches are going to be multi-women like that one singles match like change it up yeah I would have I would have sent one of them to Smackdown by this time they have a good story on Smackdown where they could actually on Smackdown they could have two singles women's matches yep yeah not multi James what what, uh, match do you think it should be I mean, given what we know, I would assume what match it should be. Jeez, uh, how many women are in there listed so far? What is it? It's like it's five Be- right it's now. It's Becky Bliss, uh, Mickey James, Natalia, Carmella. That's it so far officially announced. Any, Probably any Naomi's, Naomi's gonna be in gonna it. Be in it. T- then Tamina, surprises. They still, they still they, they, there's a, the block to offer Tamina still. Yeah. Um. <sighs> so. If they're going with six, I mean, I guess a six-way. I guess a six-way. I'm going to go with I, I think they should just do a ladder match. Uh, let, them, let them go out there and earn it, prove it, 
uh, the SmackDown women have have clearly been uh, a step ahead of the Raw women's division. In my yes. opinion, week to week, story to story, for about like yep. since the at least since like uh, at least since ever since Carmella started jumping Nikki Bella. I would mm, I would say I personally would say since uh, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since Survivor Shoot, Series. I would actually say going back to two thousand eight, SmackDown's women's division, even when it was the Divas division, has always been you know, going forward with pushing the women as opposed to Raw. Mm-hmm. It's been like that for years. I, I think a lot of people forget that because, you know, the whole divas and the whole stigma against that. But there was a time, like, where you would turn on SmackDown and you would see a competitive match as mm-hmm. opposed to Raw where you will have, like, you know, four women in the ring and the match be two minutes and you turn on SmackDown and the match be ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the difference. And it's been like that for years. It's crazy. Like, SmackDown is responsible for Michelle McCool becoming, you know, the queen bee of that company for a long time. Because she got to be able to have time on that roster. If she was on Raw, Michelle McCool would not have been able to win both those titles like that. And that's, and that's crazy to say that considering that Raw is three hours and they still can't get a, a B. <laughs> like, they, like, Raw is three hours and they still can't figure out how to get a good B storyline out of the women yet. Like, meanwhile, SmackDown is two hours. It has and, two. And, always. And it always has two and even for a while had three and three of them worked. Yeah. Speaking of that, that of the Queen B and all that, are you guys happy this match isn't a Nikki Bella coronation? Um, no, she should always be coordinated. Just always. <laughs> She's queen. I mean, there's no fucking... If anybody still has a problem with Nikki Bella in this day and age, it's something wrong with you. You don't get wrestling. You don't get life. Like, you can't... Nikki Bella has been on that roster since the Diva Search. And that was, like, I want to say 2005. So she's the Undertaker, the longest tenure? <laughs> I mean, she went from being, you know... A girl that watched wrestling and she was going from being a model turned wrestler to be like one of the best. Yeah, she's better. She she's not Natalia I mean, she's, or Becky. I'm like she's not Natalia or Becky or Natty though. I said yeah, Natty twice. Yeah. Got, yeah, but there's but of course she's not Nikki them because you gotta think about this, James. They've been wrestling for ten fucking years before they got signed <laughs> before Nikki Bella. So I mean, like, there's gonna be a difference there in experience and competitiveness and ring wise there but i mean this woman's been on that roster for such a long time and she's been able to outlast mickey james beth phoenix melina trish stratus all those women that were there and considered like lifers she's been there that whole time she watched the divas search thing come and take over and be gone same thing with rosa mendez they both sat there and watched it. They both sat there and watched developmental systems be opened and shut down. They watched the creation of NXT. Like, they sat there and watched all of this stuff happen. And they're still, she's still in the realm of it. This might be like, it for her, though. That's crazy. Yeah. If, if it is, I might cry. Like, it's, uh, it's I, crazy. I know this isn't, like, part of the thing, but, like, what are your thoughts on the potential of John Cena proposing to her after uh, after the, the the couple's tag match? I hope they're it's high, because I mean, watching them on Total Divas, it's like 
he's so supportive of her, and you could clearly tell, like, he's just head over heels for her, but he's just being reluctant and hard-headed like most men. But, I mean, why not? Come on, John. Like, end this story right. Like, give her the ring. <laughs> let's, let's just do this right. Like, there's no better hey, way to put a cherry on this cake. I feel like this. If Johnson is going to go ahead and, and propose to her, they might as well just make it the main event of WrestleMania. Why not? <laughs> it did like that. Had the fireworks and everything. Yep. Going and, and, and we're off there. You know, and then had the wedding at SummerSlam. Like, why not? Oh, my God. So, 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 so we're officially going all the way Macho Man Elizabeth, huh? <laughs> we're elaborate. we going all the way official all Macho the way. Man. You know what? I, I hate y'all. Oh, man. Y'all oh, terrible. Best men. Who? See, see, who's gonna be the best man? And you uh, who's, know, who, like who's buddy? I got this for you. Who's buddy that uh, that, that raps the second verse of uh, a scene of interest music? Uh, he, Mark? That dude, he should be the he should be the best man. Oh my god! God. I mean, Daniel Bryan gonna have to be in the wedding. Y- yeah. Aside That's from crazy. that, I don't really know who who's seen to really get down with like that. I mean, I, I don't know. I. Randy Orton, I heard they were best friends. I don't know if that's still a thing or not. But, yeah. yeah. Who knows? But, but, I mean, I'm just saying. I think that would be kind of neat to kind of, like, especially if this is, like, Mickey Bell's, like, you know, send-off. I think that'd be kind of cool just to see that moment and be like, oh, like, this is so cute. Good. But I I doubt we're going to get there. (laughs) So, quick predictions uh, for for the winners of, of both matches. Hmm. I'm going with Charlotte, and I'm going with. I hope the guy it's Mickey James. All right, James. I'm going with Charlotte because why the fuck else would I pick against her? Um, <laughs> and then and, 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 uh, too, uh, I would go with. I'll go. I'll go with, with Naomi, even though she's not on the board officially yet. But I'm assuming that it's going to be a surprise. She shows up, mm-hmm. and uh, and she get the crowd happy that they see a hometown girl who's really lives a really you know, who's really like an hour and a half away. Whatever, still Central Florida, I guess. Yeah, but um, whatever. I'm going to take Sasha. Okay. Oh, yeah, Sasha. yeah. I'm gonna take Sasha, and uh, I didn't like mention it. Like, I felt like she's at a crossroads character-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and does this involve like t- turning heel during the match? It could be. Uh, it could be or like a, the opening, yeah, or after the match. Like she's the belt will fix her and and make her whole as a heel, uh, as she would have never pinned Bailey for it. Uh, so I would say she would pin someone else other than Bailey, or. Even double cross her, and then Bailey be like, "Well, what the hell was that?" And then you get a beat down after a match, and Sasha standing tall with the belt. Um, or Bailey goes to hug her and congratulate her after yes. she wins, and she ain't just no hugs. That ass. Yep, and then Sasha slaps her in the face and slaps her to the ground. Yep, ain't no hugs. And then you know, there's your next feud. No, that'd be a fantastic Sasha Bates shirt. Ain't no hugs. Ain't no bitch. hugs. <laughs> ain't no hugs. That'd be a fantastic shirt. You know, and on SmackDown. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and pick Natty. I, I think they're going to go ahead and I would like her to get uh, a crowning achievement moment. Um, and I think she's about to be retired, too. I, I just even better these vibes. Even better. But if she I wins, she got to come back and drop the belt, though, right? Hmm. She going to be leave? 
She's gonna piss in his mouth and leave, huh? <laughs> like that's like remember remember how all all of the saying about about the screw job was oh so y'all think we we gonna let just Brett just just be Sean and then show up the next day on Raw and hand the belt to him and walk the fuck off and then go to WCW? Like nah, you gotta lose on your way out. Yeah. But um, by hook or by crook. Well, yeah that that's our that's our preview for for the women at WrestleMania. Sierra, thank you for coming on uh, and and giving no us, gracing us with your wisdom. And um, hopefully, it won't be uh, an eternity before we get you back on the show. Yeah, stop hiding. Shit, this might be my last podcast. Man, this yeah. is it. Light the Undertaker, huh? Yeah, we didn't get to talk no Mickey James, no nothing. See? Oh man, who's just Who's just out here just fighting age and just fighting everything. My yeah. God. And she's fighting bad booking. She's fighting really bad booking. She's, she's still fighting bad pants, too. Oh, those pants are awful. Don't you dare disrespect <laughs> those pants. Those okay, pants are Mickey awful. has been wearing that ring gear since 1999, so don't even fucking even, do it. Look, even better. Even better reason for, for, for that to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know all the stuff we was doing back in 99? We were doing Limp Biscuit back in 99. Telling you. Those days are over. <laughs> <laughs> You know. I mean, she's she stuck with the Alexis Luray, you know, look, so. I'm trying to think, what else yeah. were we doing in 99? We were doing the Rough, we were doing the rough Riders Cash yeah, Money yes. Tour back we, in 99. You know, it was bling oh bling, God. you know. You know, like this. And Shine was a thing, too, so. You know, like, we were, damn, like, we were doing Volume 3 Jay-Z in 99. Yes. We never want to do that shit ever again. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um... Yeah, night and night. We thought the world was gonna end. Like, yeah. <laughs> the next year. Like, we wearing like shiny suits too, and yeah, shit that. like that, and double denim. Yeah, like, bunch what of the denim. What was we doing? Look, we thought DMS was the scariest man alive in 1999. Yeah, I'm scared. So I'm not going around him. Yeah, nothing. But that's gonna wrap it up, folks. Uh, we will see you for our next segment. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.